0: hello there welcome to the club club podcast my name is james alvarado i am the head of the hard audio cables offices that's right and as always i'm joined by the other hard audio cables counterpart here hannah hello and we have the talent patrick there in boston what's up and Zachary here and Tyler with me.
1: Hello. Howdy, howdy, howdy. That's right. We started calling you guys the talent, the talent. on our chat whenever we're like talking about the podcast, but not mm-hmm. with you guys. We're like, yeah. all right, have we decided? Like should, we, should we show it to the talent?
0: Should we run this by the talent? Yeah. yeah. I've, Make sure they're okay with it. I'm,
2: I'm glad we're getting the respect we deserve finally.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so it's Christmas right now. Thereabouts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ish. Getting close. What's everybody's plans?
1: Open presents,
2: yeah. Be merry, and uh, I don't know.
0: First married Christmas sack. That's true. That's
2: not. true. That's actually not true. That's our second because we (laughs) married got married in October.
0: Oh, but like, is like you were hardly married at that point, you know?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's all the same. Two months doesn't count.
0: Yeah, (laughs) covered. James technically married,
2: but (laughs) still, yeah, still in the probational period for our first.
0: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) you still had your uh, permit. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, that's right. Couldn't take it on the highway, right? I don't. Know. I don't
0: know. That dr- drum set back there looks like it could use some symbols, buddy.
2: Yeah, I uh, <laughs> I said I was gonna pick them up from you like a, a couple of
0: months ago, and I still haven't. Do it when you're watering his cat. Hey, that's actually, true. I need to water yeah. your cat tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to- tomorrow, I left the key on the table. Okay. James, <laughs> don't so say this in a public. <laughs> forum. Listeners, if you're if you're listening, <laughs> James lives mean. at one two three. First of all, nobody's listening. And second, Dude,
2: we've got 20 they
0: most likely don't know where I live. To
2: 25 listeners.
0: <laughs> yeah. I say that, but like I've had random customers call my personal phone, and I'm not sure how they got a hold of my phone number. So.
2: <laughs> oh, I hand it out yeah. if anyone messages me.
1: I've only given it to one person, and that was after much <laughs> <laughs> deliberation
0: with you. Oh, well, maybe they started it's, posting on the internet. That's, that's right. right. Could be argued that that was a mistake. Okay, we got to move on quick. Next thing, what's this thing called the witness you all wanted to talk about? Should I leave the room? Yeah, or you I probably should. Care?
2: How, uh,
1: it's just... no, it's not like spoiler.
2: Yeah, you're you worried about I mean, dude, no this guy isn't gonna play it anyway. James doesn't care about spoilers, he looks up freaking plots. That's true. James does not out. care about spoilers. <laughs> the internet. It
0: was more like I was expecting to not care about it. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you wouldn't. Did you guys beat The Witness? Oh, it's a game. I thought it was a yeah, TV it's show. It's a game, dude. Golly, I'm so out of time. It was yeah, a, p- a game. It's a we
3: p- uh, uh, got through the end so. game, yeah. There's still more to do, obviously. Yeah he spent an unlimited amount of time on some of the after things, but I had
2: this weird couple of days after I like binged through that game where I saw patterns everywhere, kind of like the yeah. te- like the Tetris effect of where you know you close your eyes and you start playing Tetris, mm-hmm. with everything around the room. You know, I just I just saw the circle pattern and I was drawing lines to yeah. So, yeah. That game is insane.
1: Yeah. Well, for some reason. I don't know. I feel like a thing always happens to me. It happens with books too, but it happened with this game where like I associate the like game or the story with like a certain like actual place like in like my real life and it's sometimes because like that's where like I was going when I was like reading the book or whatever. And with this game, I like very closely linked it to Mount Auburn Cemetery in um Cambridge, which is like one of our favorite places to just go walk around. And I think it's because we did, like, go walk around there, like, while we were playing the game. Or not, like, while we were playing the game, but, like, on the same day. Mm-hmm. But even still, like, every time I've gone there since then, I'm always like, oh, this is, like, The Witness. <laughs> even though, like, it's not, really. But it, so, it kind so of is. So is this one of
0: those, like, story-driven games? Like- no, you not at all. No, no.
1: Not at all. It's puzzle-driven. It, yeah.
0: It's funny
3: because, like, it it set on a 3D, like, world, like an island you're walking around, but the the actual like gameplay is just like 2d yeah it's like every time you do puzzles. a puzzle it like but they're so fun doesn't and, really uh, use the world just the way that everything fits together and and builds off of each other or the way the puzzles build off each other it's very very satisfying
2: yeah there's a lot of like interesting thematic narrative elements going on in that game too that I feel like are too cerebral for me to even understand, or maybe maybe just too pretentious. I don't know, but it does get, you know... Both? Yeah, probably a little of both. Jonathan Blow, who, the guy that designed it, um, made a game called Braid, which was like, on the surface level, just like a Mario-style platformer with uh, the ability to, like, time travel through the
3: level. Um, Yeah, I liked that game a lot, too. Yeah,
2: Braid is great, and then it's like... You look up what that story is about, and it's like about nuclear war.
0: (laughs) Uh, I didn't even realize that. I've
1: only played a little bit of Braid. Braid's Braid's great. But yeah, it's cool.
0: So The Witness, is it on Switch? I don't think it's on
2: Switch. It's on literally everything else, though. I think it's even on like iPad now.
0: Is the Cyberpunk 2077 (laughs) release on any of y'all's radars?
2: Uh, So I own it on PS4, which i don't know if you saw the news yesterday they pulled it what is the news my
3: friends at work were talking about it but i don't
2: the game just came out in a very broken state like i i've been playing it i bought i got it on release and uh about every 30 minutes i get a hard crash and have to restart the game (laughs) which is (laughs) awful and there's like all these other bugs i've encountered where like uh there's this one enemy in the mission that when he spawned in he was invincible and if he ever attacked me it crashed the game so i had to like load a, an hour previous save like a bunch of stuff like that so i could play not the game ideal. yeah i crashed about 15 times a day and i finally i put in for my refund because they pulled it from the playstation store because it was so bad and then said that like sony does not give refunds that's against you know which is you know that's a that's a whole story we can delve into about you know yeah. consumer protection yeah. laws but they finally were like, "We're pulling it from the story, and we will give you a refund." So wow.
0: it's a big deal. I'm gonna. i Pager Read it last night. Yeah, <laughs> it's a game that surface level looks like everything I would want in a game. Yeah, RPG, cyberpunk, futuristic setting, perfect for me. And uh I don't know if I'll ever play it because I don't know if I'll have a system that can run it. But anyway. Yeah. Let's well, move on to the next topic. It's
1: almost it, better. It was fun you can just when I got to play it. Dream about what it would have been. Exactly. It won't disappoint Yeah. Me.
0: <laughs> okay. What have y'all been listening to aside from True Widow?
1: Um, I like finally checked out um the album by the band Lumelda. The name of the album is Hannah, and I was aware of this, but yet I just <laughs> like had chosen to not listen to it. It came out just a couple months ago, but like on Double Double Whammy, who I get emails from. And so, like, I knew about it. I, like, saw people in my, like, musical world posting about it. But for some reason, I just, like, didn't listen to it. But then we were listening to, like, a random playlist the other day. And a song off of it came up. Um, It was really good. So I've been, like, checking out that album now. A little
0: sneak peek into what may be announced later this episode? No? Okay. What about you, Pat? (laughs)
3: Um, uh, Oh, yeah. This week I started listening to... There's this band, No Thank You, from Philadelphia. Um,
0: that I like that band name.
3: As I don't know the main songwriter, singer, person, but the other members of the band we've met playing shows with other bands that they're in. Um, and I had seen that this band had an album coming out. It came out in October, but I forgot to listen to it when it came out, and I finally remembered to. And I liked it a lot. It's like a lot more... Um, they're it's sort Philly of within the punk. emo indie like hmm. scene that exists in Philly. But um, this album sounds a lot more pop punk to me. Um, and I liked it a lot. Cool. It's um, like kind of getting at some of those like generic pop punk sounds, but in a more unique way, I
0: feel like. This is like what? This makes me think of the Wonder Years, but is that not a. Not I was big... going to say, yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, that's not a bad,
0: you know, comparison
3: point for cool. someone that has no idea what they sound like.
2: Music like that is always fun, you know? I really like it's, the Wonder Years. Yeah, me too. I don't really
0: like them that much, to be honest. I know. I know you don't. I think you told me this before <laughs> when I put them on one time, but.
2: Are they it's too funny. snarky? Is
0: that the thing? Is it a,
3: a snark, not snark um, thing? I just feel like I don't. Do you think they're overhyped? With yeah, I think that's part of it. And I just I haven't really heard a song that by them that really grabbed me or had like a hook that really pulled me in. Hmm. Yeah. So,
2: um, I've been listening to a lot of Mansions lately. They put an album out this year, I think, which is why like I sent you know, that guys that snippet of me covering mm-hmm. one of their songs because they. That was from that album. I was listening to it all day hey, today. Pat,
0: while you're editing this, please uh, put that clip of that covering the song. I can right send
2: there. you a better clip. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, now that I'm off for like two weeks straight, I'm just at home <laughs> recording music. So it's, it's fun.
0: Okay, so I sent y'all that track like uh, the other day, yesterday, today. What track? <laughs> Angel oh, the Rocket, Rocket League. Oh, the Rocket Angel League soundtrack. I Michael, I that's fine. Oh, my gosh. So, I didn't
1: either, but I just saw what it was. And it was is like, very rare. Sounds
0: like for me, like one of my favorite things is like when you find a song you like and you just want to listen to it on repeat all the time. It's not something I relate to, like when you were talking about that uh, country song the other day, Pat. Like just for listening to a song on repeat for hours is not something I I do bye, bye. really ever. But uh, I heard this song and like the chorus in it was just like so dang catchy to me, <laughs> and I just listened to it like for an hour straight. It, it was so weird. It's a, it's in the Rocket League soundtrack, and most times, like in that trance and EDM yep. genre, I feel like a lot of times it's just not very good stuff. And I'm not saying that this is objectively good either, but <laughs> <laughs> it's very something about it grabbed you. Yeah, that chorus. Can't do yeah.
2: That. Uh, just the quick aside. It's w- what's hilarious about the Rocket League soundtrack is like people that try to stream that game and turn off copyrighted music so they don't get like DMCA takedowns are still getting them because you can set uh, one of those songs uh, for when you score a goal like it's your own yeah, song your yeah so <laughs>
0: that song is my anthem
2: now is that's that's hilarious so, so like people I didn't still know like, you could do that. Yeah. that was
0: before my time like i stopped playing for months and just started playing again yeah by the way if anybody wants to play me i will crush you <laughs> and um yeah i don't play you because you're not fun <laughs> yeah i've never you tried are really like, good if i remember I don't do the uh like I have a friend who only plays battle or whatever. I've never even tried it. Like mm. when I play these games, the casual games, like the fun games or whatever, I don't even touch them. All I'm interested in doing is playing the competitive whatever the, the straights e, the, are ranked. The esports thing is, the ranked <laughs> esports ladder, that's what I want to play, and I just want to be as good as I can. It's called being a tryhard. No yeah. And that's what you it's are. Like the guy that just is over competitive. That's why know? I don't play overcooked with you as well. <laughs> well I don't want to play with you either because you suck. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. This is I, lo- I love that game. Right, we, we need to play it again. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, okay, Zach. You can go ahead and do t- t- your transition, Zach. I'm sorry. James, why are we here today? Because we just want to talk to each other a little bit before Christmas time.
2: I do have another th- thing that I was listening to, which I texted you earlier. I've apparently been listening to False Widow this whole time. So I don't have a lot to say. Because I've Is been that listening actually the a r- band? No, you know, I didn't even look it up. Okay. I just wanted yeah, to make I mean, the I dumbest joke in the
0: chat earlier. I, I was hoping that you had gotten it out in text form and weren't gonna bring it up on the podcast. <laughs>
2: <but> <laughs> I appreciate There's that no luck. one like no one I mean, I guess Hannah um was the only one Did who I responded. Engage with you? Yeah, no one engaged, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So well now that no one's listening after that, I'll introduce the album. Uh it was my pick this week and I chose a self-titled record from true widow true widow (laughs) true widow When did this come out? Was it 2008? That's what Spotify says. Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. Three-piece band from Dallas, Texas. Uh, Dan is the singer and guitarist. Nikki is the bassist and sings as well. And then Slim is their drummer. He goes by Slim. Don't think that's his real name. They are. They self-describe their sound. They st- self-describe their sound as Stone gaze, which I don't know how you guys feel about bands self-describing their sounds. Like it can be a little precarious, I think, but it fits in this case. Do whatever you want. And I mean, I think it's relatively accurate. It's like shoegazy, and it has tones and stuff that bring to mind like some of the doomier music or stoner rock music and stuff like that. Down tuned guitars. Mm-hmm. So why did I pick it? <clears throat> this is just one of my favorite bands and one of my favorite albums from them. And I don't know if I would even objectively say that, like, this is, like, an amazing record. I just really love it. It's, like, all the stuff I... It's an amalgamation of sounds that I just love a lot. And so I love the album just by... Just, I love the band just because of how they sound. Like, I like, you know... Downtuned guitars, I like heavy music. I like it when it's like contemplative or atmospheric or whatever. I like shoegaze and stuff like that. I like uh, clean singing where there's like melodic hooks and stuff too. So all of that is here. And that's why I dig it.
1: How did you first start listening to them?
0: I'm glad you asked that because we just had a recent conversation with some acquaintances of ours which will release next week probably uh the guys from thou i was actually i went to a thou show in dallas at good records and there's a post-hardcore band there that opened for them uh called big fiction and i had seen them i think this might have been my second time seeing them in town or something anyway we were like, it was after the sh- show's show was over or whatever. And I was talking to the guys of Big Fiction, or maybe it was the guys in Now. And I was just talking about how, like, oh, I really like shoegaze music and I love the heavier stuff too. And they're like, well, heavy. And, and I was talking about Dallas. We were talking about Dallas bands or whatever. And they're like, mm-hmm. have you heard of True Widow? And I was like, nope. And they're like, how have you not heard of True Widow? Go yeah. check them out, you know? And it's like, wow, this band is in my backyard here. Mm-hmm. And
1: I love imagining it just being like 2010 and you being at a show and yeah like earnestly being like i love heavy music
0: <laughs> no i don't know what i said you know what i mean I, was, like, talking about. I know but like
1: that's what it's like in my head and it's you know
0: i was just cute. talking about bands or whatever and somehow their name came up and they were recommended to me and i remember when i listened to it, i was like man i don't know if you guys ever have this where you like you pull up a band for the first time and you're like where has this been all my life this is what like the sound i'm looking for and just super glad to find it you know and mm-hmm.
1: uh and it's cool that they're you know from dallas
0: yeah it's like they genuinely became one of my favorite bands. I don't care. Like a lot of times, people I think like give local bands a break and they become some of their favorite bands for the sake of them being local. Mm-hmm. I have a little bit of aversion to that. I just like them because because I like them. You know,
2: you know and e- even crazier is they moved from Texas to Massachusetts.
1: I didn't and, realize that until I was then looking then at their Back Wikipedia. to Texas,
2: though.
0: Yeah. So, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Didn't know so,
1: that. The D, is it D.H. Phillips? Is that the yeah. guitarist? Yeah, I guess um, to like do like wood art or something. According He's a woodworker. To, yeah, according hmm. to Wikipedia.
0: Oh, there's a fun fact, too. So, the, the book that's on the front page of hardaudiocables.com is from D.H. Phillips, it's his art book, and it has some of his woodworking and painting and stuff like that. Wow. That's and cool.
1: Used with his permission.
0: Yeah, I asked him after the fact, but
1: <laughs> as long as an Instagram message is legally binding, I'm sure we, uh, it's it's
2: a form of communication.
0: We asked for forgiveness on that one.
2: Yeah,
1: yep.
0: he was in another band that was semi well known before True Widow. I've never gotten to listen to them or never gotten around to listen to them. what band I don't even remember the name.
2: Oh, wow, that's
0: cool. Uh, I remember reading about it in an interview back when I was in. First, getting it to him, and I was like, "Oh, I need to go check that out." Ten years later, you know, here <laughs> we are. <clears throat> so,
3: North Bennett Street School—that's he- what I thought it might be.
2: Oh, okay. Oh, he was in the band Slow Ride.
3: We found That's two answers at is. once. Yeah.
1: <laughs> what do you know about that school, Patrick?
3: Um, when I lived in Brighton, um, uh, that one summer, one of my roommates worked at that school and it's just like a wow artisan kind of like
1: is it in Boston or
3: yeah like they have you can learn to like make violins there you can learn woodworking there um other things
0: like that if you're into woodworking follow D. H. Phillips on instagram some very nice stuff gets posted there
1: does he sell it or
0: uh yeah it looks like it I assume it's out of my price range it looks very nice so I also, you know, in the Dallas circle, I guess back then, a lot of the shows I would go to were booked by Parade of Flesh. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we've been acquaintance with, but, you know, been years at this point. So one of his favorite bands <laughs> to book and open for a lot of the heavy bands was True Widow. So I saw them a lot. I've seen them a ton of times. And mm-hmm. I like that live they sound really close to how they do on their record, which is always a plus for me bands and yeah. I guess I'm I'm already giving away all the goods we should we should just move on to <laughs> to you guys so so Patrick what did you think of the album uh, I liked it I was already familiar with the band um
3: so it wasn't a surprise to me what they sounded like um yeah. I already I hadn't actually really listened to this album um I think Circumambulation is maybe the one I knew better um Mm -hmm. so they seem like the kind of band that they really have their kind of niche and they don't stray from it like even every single song on this album I think is more or less the same I mean there's variations of course but uh, you know I don't mind that in this case because it's a song I like Mm -hmm. as I like to say but um, yeah yeah, that's if you want all the songs to sound different or
0: like if you want, a, it's not a nom record. Like, there's not going to be a ton right, of different yeah. genres different in one album. Uh,
1: I can see Zach teeing up over there.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, like I said, that's an objective criticism. I, I think it's fine. You can make that criticism about it.
3: I do think uh, when we were talking about this band in the other time, this conversation, I don't think that conversation was recorded, but um, everybody was like, oh, yeah, the songs where I forget her name, the bassist, where she yeah. sings. Oh, yeah, those are the better songs. I don't necessarily really agree with that. Um, I like both of their songs equally. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think the songs where she sings are, like, necessarily head and shoulders above the other songs. But
0: I think mm-hmm. on their second album, there's a couple songs on there where it's, like, the two she does are, like, the highlights of the album for a lot of people. Gotcha. And so I could see where that viewpoint came from. Hannah. <laughs>
1: Um, yeah. So I like this album too. I, they're like a band that I've, you know, been aware of for a while, like because of you. Um, but I hadn't listened to them a ton, um, until I started working with you. And then I feel like we like talked about them a bunch. And so like, I actually have listened to this album in particular, um, over the past couple months, um, like a fair bit. So I was already pretty familiar with it going into this week. Um, but yeah, I mean, I feel similarly to what Patrick said, you know, where like the album, you know, is pretty consistent throughout. But if it's like a sound that you like, you know, then I'm cool with it.
0: All right. So let's get started track by track. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Zach. I'm sorry.
1: Um,
2: I thought it was OK. Like I didn't necessarily dislike it. Like I've listened to this band before because of you, obviously, um, and I am more familiar with that the album Patrick, I was talking about the one with like four teeth on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know if
1: I've even listened to that one.
0: I feel like that's the one you would put on. That's why I know that one. Yeah. I think maybe, maybe? we should have done yeah. as high as the highest heavens, their second album. Cause I think that's, that was well, too late for that. Had yeah, just maybe, came out when I got into them.
2: Maybe season two, we can do that. But sure, <laughs> I guess really, if you want to hear my thoughts on this album, just stop right now and go listen to the dive episode. And it's like, they actually I,
3: do kind of sound, kind of sound like Dive in a way. Yeah, and so especially the album we did. Like, like I'm listening to this first song, aka, I, it's you change the vocals, uh, it would could be a Dive song, I think.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I have sure. not thought of that at all.
2: But you know, like you said, like like I really like Namdi and like my picks are all like albums that are pretty varied. So this is something that like, it just wasn't for me necessarily like, so yeah, if,
0: d- describe why it's not for you though because i feel like that's why it, where it gets more interesting i mean like i think if like if you're a drummer if you're a drummer like there's one pattern that the guy's playing for pretty much the yeah. entire record
2: I, I mean that's fine and it, you know that's if it if that's what it needs you know it works but i i did think but that if he's
0: playing the best pattern possible why would you change it it's right Go um ahead. sorry i'm i'm just talking over
2: you no so and it so aka that song and I don't, you know, maybe I don't know how to break it down, but if the rest of the album was like that song, it would be like 10 out of 10 because that like the ups and downs mm-hmm. of that song. Like that's that's probably the my favorite track on the album. Like mm-hmm. I had a hard time getting through this because I'm like, I just didn't know where I was like, it was just hard for me to like mm-hmm. visualize.
1: Yeah, I don't have a lot of like track milestones track. in the yeah. album. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, to tell me other than Sunday Driver, because that so I really like the first track uzak um, yeah yeah but sunday driver is probably my favorite track so like when that song comes on like no matter where i am like in the house i'm like oh it's that song and i'm like <laughs> yeah you
2: know
1: <laughs> i like i like that song a lot too actually yeah that
2: and uh, uh kerr is that the last song Kerr, the yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but, but yeah. then
1: yeah like beyond that like i don't have a lot of like just
0: wow milestones
1: it's, in the album it's that, you guys like, didn't even
0: listen to it <laughs> let me know where
2: i am i mean but i'm, I I'm like saying it. this to say like I didn't dislike it. It's just that, like, I guess the more we do this, the more I realize, like, how uh, I, like, fit what I like into this little box of,
0: you a know. Very like, <laughs> box, like yeah, a very tiny box. Like, a very tiny, vapid, stupid box.
2: Exactly. I realize what I like. And it's weird that, uh, you know, I'm, like, trying to, I'm ruling out all these things I don't like to, to realize what I do like. I don't know. It's, so, uh, so, before we I'm get too far up. away,
0: Patrick, did you get your answer question, like, we want to have Zach elaborate on like what it is. No, I don't the really feel like I got it. I I'm, I'm not trying to be like facetious yeah. or anything. Like try to explain more like I don't know
3: why what it is about it that didn't click with you if you can. Cuz I think that kind of thing is interesting to just like yeah. dig into like what specifically people so, react or don't react to.
2: Yeah, and I do think part of it was like I I do agree with like I I wasn't a huge fan of uh his vocals.
3: Um So what about them?
2: So every time I heard them, I thought I was listening to like Alice in Chains. Because it, it, so you're not for, an Alice in Chains fan. I no, Alice in Chains is great. It's just like not what I picture for this style of music. And I don't know what I would want. You yeah. know, that's the thing. Is like I don't, I I don't necessarily you know have a perfect answer for what should go there. But like it took me out of it, and that's that's more of a me thing and not a this band thing. I think. Um, yeah,
3: that can happen with bands where just something yeah, about the vocals doesn't really land yeah, you it, for some it, reason.
2: It's not his vocals aren't bad. It's just like it's that style of like kind of like a neo grunge, I guess, style of vocal that uh I just I just didn't get into. I I liked her vocals a lot though. Um I just, you know, I I think I'm biased towards bass players anyways. <laughs> mm. Um Yeah, it well like I said, you know, in dive like I just don't think shoegazy style stuff is for me. I don't necessarily care about like if your stuff sounds big and loud and and whatever. i I would rather have something like a hook draw me in, something more melodic. And, you know there there are some melodies on this album, but there's altogether everything just sounds low and drony
0: and I guess I was gonna say like if you were gonna describe the band's sound. The song Corpse Master is what you would picture. But when you really dig into it, a lot of it is, is, re- is relatively different than that to me. So, mm-hmm. to me, like the record, I think it's also something that I like about the band is like the tone doesn't change. He doesn't have a bunch of effects. They don't do a lot of crazy stuff. I guess you guys have all played with me. Like, I'd like to just plug into an amp and play and like not have a bunch of crap out in front of my amp. And- sure. I don't really get into like toying around with stuff like that. Although I I think that that's fine. But so I like not sure I agree with that, but I'll let it pass. <laughs> I uh
1: once he like has it exactly how he wants it though. He doesn't you know like to try a bunch of different things. I think is what you're saying, right James? But it's not that you're not picky yeah. because you are very picky. Yeah. To the point that you won't even want to play your guitar if it
0: <laughs> if you don't have yeah. your setup
1: exactly how you want it.
0: Yeah, it's true. Uh getting off topic here but i feel like this band's sound is like it feels like it was made for me and that's why i like it so much like it is like (laughs) it's what i want It's that is that's a
2: cool moment when you when you realize that with something though when you're like this is a hundred percent what i would like i like
0: that the lyrics are like relatively vague simple yeah they -hmm. can be interpreted different ways i like that um
2: yeah i don't remember what song it was but i remember opening the lyrics for it and it was like five lines and i looked in the song is eight minutes long and i'm like yeah. all right let's see how we're gonna do this one <laughs> yeah <yep. laughs>
0: so yeah they released this one there's as high as the highest heights circumambulation then the one with the weird name four full lengths that they released and they've had some ap's and stuff and singles uh are they still active I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Their last album was 2016, apparently.
2: Shoot him an email. I mean, Maybe they he's... signed to
0: Relapse Records, too, which is... I, I would assume that they wouldn't have wanted to sign them if they were just going to go dormant after that record, but... Yeah, I don't know. What I was going to say was, they're like, the sound, the tools have not really changed that much in any of those records. Like, he pl- still plays to the same setup, I assume, you know, same guitars... The tone is relatively the same. Like the way they record it and stuff may make it sound different tonally. Who mixes it? Who masters it? Etc. But like the band in general is like the same as they were when they started. And yeah, I can I can definitely see like the argument that like well it all just starts to sound the same, and that's kind of what they are, and that's why I don't really dig it. I can I I I think it's fine for people who who feel that way, but for me it's like I'm always impressed. Like I always feel like I listen to it and I'm like, well, they really explored that sound. (laughs) I don't really see where they take it from here. And then they put out another album and it's interesting. And I'm like, man, I don't know uh, how they do it, but they do. So uh, that's cool. I, I uh, admire that about the band.
3: Yeah. I feel like I, I personally wouldn't, if I, I wouldn't be able to put out like this album uh, as my own work. Cause I feel like, I'd be like ah, these songs are all too similar. You know, it's like just reach the same territory, but I maybe want to try to do that more or something. Cause I feel like it can be, you can find nuggets of like little, interesting differences yeah when you try to like keep doing the same idea over and over again and also one thing i think think about a lot is like i think musicians are a lot of times held to a standard where well, it depends on what framework they're being analyzed in but musicians are held sometimes to a f- standard where they're supposed to always be doing something new and different whereas like visual artists are sometimes given like the freedom to like explore an idea like so thoroughly and do like a hundred variations of like the same thing, and it's just accepted yeah. as normal. But it just comes down to like what is perceived as the expected thing for an artist to do, for sure, for whatever reason.
0: An example I always think of for that, personally, I don't think I've ever communicated this to another human, but when I was younger, I really, really loved that bare naked lady song. One week, y'all remember that song? Oh yeah,
2: <laughs> of course. I,
0: where they talk fast, it's like he's yeah. rapping mm-hmm. over this. It's a uh, adult contemporaries i don't think they um,
2: put out a bad album i'm gonna
0: say that now they're a very good band they're very 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 good musicians uh so i remember when i was i was a kid i was like third grade second grade fourth grade, i don't know it was an elementary school uh my sister got the cd or something and i was like wanted to listen to it and i was like i was so disappointed when all the songs weren't just this dude talking <laughs> super fast <laughs> over other tracks you know like, why aren't you doing that? That's what I want to hear. Why don't you just do that every song? It's so awesome. And I would, I remember, I would like skip through the CD. And it's Like, where are the parts where he talks fast? All these other songs, he's just singing like a normal person. I don't care about that. <laughs> and I feel like on a, like that's like a primal example of like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. how we feel. I mean, we mature and we we, we you know get yeah, more complicated as we like grow things. older. But yeah, older, I think at the heart, like we listen to yeah. bands, we we find a song we like, and we want everything to sound like that or hit yeah. that same spot. <laughs> and it's not the band's responsibility to do that or you know it's not like they have to it's a different balance they're trying to strike right but yeah, this band that they do do it for you <laughs>
1: that's why you like them so <laughs> yeah so that's the rapping is,
0: it's surprising to me cuz to me i listen to the songs and they all do sound super distinct and super unique to me on this album so it's like you guys say well they all sound the same well <laughs> it's like man they all do sound pretty different to me but i've also listened to this a lot more times than y'all have, I guess. Sure. So. AKA was one of y'all's favorite tracks, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. That was cool. I was surprised at that. Like, for me, this album, I always feel like I have like a tier one list of tracks and like a tier two list. And <laughs> AKA is always like somewhere right in between. Like sometimes it goes up to that tier one, sometimes it goes down to tier two. It just depends how I'm feeling or whatever. But it has a music video for it. That's amazing. Did y'all find that? It's like YouTube? very
2: snowy, right? I I remember yeah. watching that like six years ago.
0: <laughs> so so the way I understand it, like this random dude overseas, really liked their band. It was like, hey, can I come make a music video for you? Or he made that music video, sent it to him, and they were like, wow, this is awesome. Can we actually use it? And it, It just seemed really fitting. It's a cool video. And then when I talked about that second record of theirs, he does another video for them for the song Skull Eyes, I think. Yeah. That is like one of my favorite music videos in general. Like, I just think it's an amazing video, and I love that song too. He actually went to Dallas and shot it there in Dallas, and there's like... <clears throat> shots of the band shots of nikki singing or whatever and then there's like a b-roll of the city and the, the architecture and stuff so it i guess just as a as a dork from dallas it's like or from that area it's like a special place in my heart so it's just cool to yeah you get to see, see that intertwine this recognize. band that i love from there too yeah mm-hmm. so uh aka i think it's a really cool intro track I'm i'm glad that you guys like it yeah, I think it's I a really think good that's intro a test. to the album. Like, like, just... If you don't like that song, you're not going to like the right. band. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay, so Duelist. Y'all hadn't mentioned that yet. Y'all don't don't like Duelist?
2: I like Duelist. That's the first song that Nikki sings, right? In this, this mm-hmm. album.
0: Like that song is like almost a 10 out of 10 for me. Like it's one of my favorite songs in In general, any genre, whatever. I just love that song so much. I have one gripe about it, though. And that's like, when she's singing by herself at the beginning, the shaker comes in. And that shaker always sounds offbeat to me. It doesn't sound in time to me. And it bugs me. I wish it just wasn't there.
2: So I do like that shaker because... It like gains context like two measures later when the drums yeah. come in, which is kind of cool because it's mm-hmm. like, it does. I, I'm with you, it does feel a little off at first, but then once everything else comes in behind it, it's kind of cool that it. You it think just, it's like,
1: like out of time, James? Yeah. Or?
0: And oh. it feels like it. If, I don't know whether it is or not. It's, I don't think it is. You can
3: understand, I, you.
2: I, I just think that because you have no other. Rhythmic context. It's just her vocals, gotcha. and then that right, that, like that maybe you put a bass. click to it. It's on. Yeah. It's on
0: time with the click, yeah. and it's fine. But and I do like it. Like there's other songs where that shakers on there, and I, I like the way it sounds, and it adds a texture that's cool. Mm-hmm. It's a three piece band, so you know,
1: the shaker makes four.
0: It it adds <laughs> it adds some some texture to the song. Um, yes,
2: John Shaker.
0: I like some of the lyrics on this song, but I also think some of the lyrics on, on this song are borderline bad.
1: Just like cringy or...
0: In the morning of the day is a, is a rough lyric to me. But everything else I like about it.
2: I, uh... I thought their their lyrics were pretty hit or miss, to be honest. But also, <clears throat> they're, they're so vague that it's like... I, I really couldn't tell what they're about anyway, so I'm like, are they bad if I just don't even know what they're about? Maybe I'm dumb. I don't know.
0: I mean, I... I kind of prefer that, I guess I think, like that I'm dumb is that when when lyrics are too on the nose, it's like I can kind of lose interest sometimes, but sure that's a that's a, a I really mean I think that's harder like and I feel like this is me. kind
1: of what our special guest was talking about like it's <laughs> like it's hard to write lyrics that are just like very like unshrouded, like you have to be like you know, it's just like a different skill set, I guess, mm-hmm. um, you know, whereas like you write them and they're like vague or shrouded can kind of be like not quite as good at writing them and they still come out okay Mm
0: -hmm. and that Mm -hmm. was
1: his take and i think that in general a lot of people would agree with that
0: next song minor it down it's one of the faster songs y'all remember this one Mm -hmm. Dun, dun 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 dun
2: I'm not even going to put a music clip in here. I'm just going to have you do that.
0: <laughs> That's fine. Uh, you can ha- you can probably match the music up to me doing it.
2: I've done that in a few of them.
0: So one thing I remember about this song is just, you know, I saw them a lot back in the day and there would always be one of their friends. I assume one of the dudes in the Dallas scene would go to their shows a lot and, uh, he would always just be like screaming, minor it down between every song. Like he just wanted them to play. <laughs> oh my God. That song almost, I, I don't remember how many shows I went to where that dude's doing that. And it's like, it's really quiet set contemplative. They're playing in like a really cool loft in Dallas and this dude's just screaming, minor it down. You could probably hear it outside, you know, <laughs> anyway. Is that really
3: their friend? Like if <laughs> yeah, you got to think they would say like, come on, don't do that.
0: I don't know. They played it though. And good song. Uh next song is Sunday Driver. Yeah, one of the best songs from the album. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm. Wait, hold on. Just to to go back to Minor It Down. Um, oh, I think that's a
0: cool song title too. Like that's a cool phrase, Minor It Down.
2: I feel like this is where the album like got to the point where I was like, Okay, it's gonna be a, a lot of this for the rest of the album. And it's <laughs> where it I don't say lost me because I you know i was still into it, but it was the first time I was like, I don't know if I could do a full hour of this.
0: So you say that, but then like Sunday Driver is like legitimately one of the more monotonous songs.
2: I know. And that's weird because I like Sunday Driver and yeah. that's the next song.
0: I love that song. It is like the lyrics are, are perfect too. It's a a sexy song to me. Sexy. What- I love song? <laughs>
1: yeah i agree with you when you like a couple months ago like shared me on your master playlist for <laughs> true widow uh i remember listening to it and it was i feel i didn't look go back and look at it but i feel like there's a lot of songs from this album is, on it um and i remember like hearing this song for the first time and like it definitely stood out to me is I this the one it. With the lyric
2: about tying you up or whatever yeah
1: okay yeah.
0: And then there's the nine-minute closer, K-R. Kerr. And, you know, usually you think of a nine-minute song, and it's like you expect the sound to go to all these different places in that span, but this song is pretty much a very simply structured song, and it sounds relatively similar. It doesn't, like, do anything crazy or have any drastic changes throughout the course of the song. It's just like... Built in a way that it ends up being nine minutes and it doesn't feel inappropriate when you listen to it, at least to me. I, I really like that song. And it, that's another song that like, I listen to the album and it'll go from like, sometimes I'm like, man, that's one of the best songs in the record to like, oh, well, I like the other ones better. It's hard to choose.
2: So what is not Est
0: here? I would say Bleeder, Minor, Down, and Corpse Master. Okay. But even then, they're like a tier two track, but they're really good tracks to me. This is a really good album to me. Yeah. Like a lot of really great standout tracks for their discography are on this album to me. Duelist is awesome. Sunday Driver is awesome. Flat Black is awesome. And then uh, All You Need is awesome.
1: Did you have a favorite song that they would play live or like a performance of it would be? Favorite.
0: Whenever they really played Flat Black live, I was always mm-hmm. a, pumped on that. All You Need they play that live every once in a while. I like that a lot. But most of my favorite live tracks are off the second album. They play those, especially because that had just come out around that time, where I was seeing them all the time. So, mm-hmm. what else do I want to talk about? This like I, one thing I want to make sure I say is just his guitar tone. I love that. Like it is super unique to him. You hear that tone and you know it's this band. I don't. I don't feel like I've heard it anywhere else you know like
3: yeah it's cool i almost okay. feel like the closest thing i've heard is that most recent dive album that we talked about
0: hmm.
3: i feel like the tone is very similar there uh but that makes me want to go back and
0: re-listen i'm gonna have to go back and re-listen to the dive
3: just that sort of like sort of see. not too distorted i mean they i think go more distorted at times but yeah and maybe i'm overhyping it right now because i'm not actually listening to dive right right this second i
2: mean I, I i will say uh doing a re-edit of that dive episode i uh i started to appreciate it just a little more so a boy Zach. <laughs> <laughs> not not too much more but a little more
0: do the album art oh we do need to do the
3: album art yeah so the album art is um a skull a human skull draped in black cloth and there's like some kind of white curtain in the background or something it it looks like it's a painting maybe i'm not sure if it's a painting or a photograph it's a good album cover i like it a lot it really fits their sound and just the vibe of the band you know, a skull on like a heavy bands album cover. It's not necessarily the most unique thing, but I do think this is a fairly unique presentation of a skull. Is it a skull?
0: I can never tell. It
2: it looks, it's like wrapped in cloth.
3: I
0: believe it's a skull. Well.
1: Yeah, I think it's a skull. What did you think it was, James?
0: I thought it might've just been a person.
3: That looks like a very unhealthy person. It's not 100% clear, but I'm pretty sure it's a skull.
1: Yeah, I mean, the skin would be quite... A sickly person. Mm Sickly yeah. looking and like,
2: and I, I always basically think of it as like
1: hollowed out eye socket.
3: Yeah. All right. Now we're doing uh, one sentence summaries.
2: I like the one word idea.
1: That was
0: one no, word. No, that, that was stupid. Let's edit that out, please.
1: Um, yeah. So overall, I like this album. I feel like it, you know, kind of like you were saying, James, that like you like bands like Click because they like make you think of Patrick. Like, I feel like I like this album because it like makes me think of you. Feel like, I just you know, associate it with you, and but I do genuinely like it. Um, you know, it's heavy, I find that enjoyable. That was more than one sentence, that was like, yeah, about 12 sentences.
0: Yeah,
3: let's try to boil it down a little more. Go ahead, Pat. Um, it's a good band, they have a really tight, you know, like vision for their band, and they execute it really well. And something I'll definitely continue to listen to in the future.
0: You'll have to if you stay uh, in- involved with me in any sort of <laughs> best. That. Uh,
2: good album, just not for me. Really did boil it down there. <laughs> yeah.
0: <so. laughs> it's okay. You'll get a lot more listens. Yeah. You know. I,
2: I, it, like, like Hannah said, it's when I listen to this, I just think of you. So.
0: All right. So, things are going to be a little confusing here at the end. Just try to follow along as best as you can. Hannah, you might want to
1: take notes. <laughs>
0: Hannah, what is your ne- what is your pick? Your next to pick, what's your pick going to be?
1: So, my next pick is As the Roots Undo by the band Circle Takes the Square.
0: Oh, boy. I remember this. I remember this. Okay. So, we will not be covering that on the episode next week, though. <gasps> because we had some guests, very special guests recently on the podcast. And that is Mitch Wells and Brian Funk of Thou, the singer and bassist from Thou. They were nice enough to lend us their time and participate in a whole episode with us. So they chose the album that we covered for that episode. And that is what we're releasing next week. And the album is The Ecstatic by Most Deaf. So, Anna's pick, week after next. Mm -hmm. The Ecstatic by Most Def, Def, next week. Got a lot of listening to do. Any questions? I didn't have time to
2: get a pen when you said take notes.
0: Okay. Okay, it doesn't matter. You don't listen to the albums anyway. (laughs) So, I guess we got to cue the music. (laughs) So, thanks for listening. If you've made it this far, we greatly appreciate it. I also want to add that Hannah and Patrick mostly, but I guess also me because I participated in it a little bit released an album on vinyl this week for our band I Wish I Could Skateboard if you want to go check that out we'd be grateful also if you want to follow Patrick and Hannah on Instagram you can follow them at I Wish I Could Skateboard if you want to follow Zach on Instagram he is the cookie monster 258 and you can follow myself slash Hannah as well at Heart audio Cables.
1: I only to participate in Joint Instagram accounts.
0: <laughs> Do you want my password, Hannah?
1: Yeah. Should... I would have it's
0: It's like too. for hating social media, Hannah, you really are on a lot of I people's know. accounts, dude.